0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Life Church Bible study online. We hope you are encouraged, challenged, and most of all, we hope it brings you closer to Jesus. Let's enjoy the study together. Today we're looking at 1 John chapter 1. Now John had a knack for boiling down truth to its essence, explaining complex concepts in straightforward and practical language. And he began by establishing his credentials as an eyewitness to the life and the ministry of Jesus, and then explaining the purpose behind it all which was fellowship with God so verse 1 starts off by saying we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning whom we have heard and seen we saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands he is the word of life verse 2 says this one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him And now we testify and proclaim to you that He is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father and then He was revealed to us. And verse 3 says, We proclaim to you what ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Now John used the word fellowship a handful of times in this letter. And when you look at the full context, it's clear that fellowship is more than sanctified hanging out. In Greek it's koinonia, meaning spiritual and eternal life shared. It's a partnership of believers based on the main thing that we all have in common, which is Jesus. Now from John's perspective, true fellowship is the key measurement of the authenticity of our walk with Jesus. Verse four says, "We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy." This is the message we heard from Jesus, and now declare to you: God is light, and there is no darkness in Him at all. So, if we are we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness, we are not practicing the truth. So much of what John said here is boiled down to the minimum standard. The 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 really the most basic foundational truth it's extremely simple if you claim to be a christian but don't act like jesus at all you're lying verse 7 says but if we are living in the light as god is in the light then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of jesus his son cleanses us from all sin to be a disciple of jesus then is to live in community not off on some farm somewhere, but in everyday life making our partnership with the body of Christ a significant part of our lives. One of the weakest links in the church today is fellowship, especially in the sense that we either resist it or we make it hard to let our guard down to come as we are and and to be honest about our challenges. But we need to be genuine seeking forgiveness for our mistakes and forgiving other people when they make mistakes. Verse 8 says that if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. 10 says that if we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that His word has no place in our hearts. Look, any friendship hinges on the willingness to forgive another's imperfections. So we support and challenge each other in order to promote unity and growth. This is a world of big impersonal institutions and big impersonal internet, right? And the church can appear to be another big impersonal institution. A lot of times it is. Many established churches tend to concentrate on organizational things rather than the lives of people that make it up. Now, we can talk about the organizational things and structure and all that kind of stuff and the accountability that comes with growth. And all of that is good and important. But the most important aspect of any church is always relationship. Touching God's people through what God gives us. It's a chance to experience real community. Why? Because it's much easier to go to to church than to be the church, right? And it always has been. John wrote to remind believers that we're all in this together with God. The fellowship he witnessed between Jesus and God the Father, the relationship between Jesus and His disciples, and among His his fellow apostles, it transformed him. Talking about John. And a relationship with Jesus should revolutionize our friendships, and our fellowships, and that really to me is the main point that John is trying to make here in 1 John chapter 1. I'd love to hear what you've learned in this chapter. Comment below your thoughts, what God has spoken to you through chapter 1, and I cannot wait for us to dive in together to chapter 2. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.